0: Hello lovely single mums and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about how to start dating again if you haven't dated for a long, long time. My name is Lucy Good and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog that covers everything for your single mother journey, a lighthearted Facebook group, which is called The Single Mum Vine. And that's where we focus on the good parts of single motherhood. There's my much talked about single mum e-course as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways. And it can all be found on my website, beanstalkmums.com.au. But coming back to this moment in time, I get to chat to one of my old muckers, which means friend, by the way. I'm not sure if mucker is an Aussie or an English term. But anyway, Ellie's an old friend, but she's less of the old. She's a friend. She's also a brilliant colleague, Ellie Johnson. Now, a lot of you will have already spoken to Ellie or heard of Ellie or seen some of the stuff that Ellie puts up on the single mum vine because she's been helping us for many years already. Um, But what Ellie does is she coaches women to help strengthen personal confidence and build belief in what's possible in life. She's a former Victorian police officer and after that she left that role, she she started training and speaking and did a coaching business and she's had that for almost 20 years now. Her speciality area is teaching people how to read and understand human behaviour. Ellie can show you how to get the truth out of people and spot signs of harmful lives and deception, all very handy skills to have. Um, Whether you're buying a car or going on a date, you need to know this stuff. Um, So this year, Ellie started a new business, which I am really excited about, actually, with another power woman who's based in the US, and her name is Lena Sisko. Um, And just (laughs) just to add to the general theme of the business, Lena is a former US military interrogator and together Ellie and Lena created the Truth Love Academy which is a business designed to help women date smart and date safe. Ellie is aware of the extra risks and challenges for single mums who are seeking a great partner. Ellie, in fact, has been a single mum for many years herself. Um, She knows how many creeps and time wasters there are out there in dating land. She has been there and done it. Um, And she believes that women can approach the search for love in a better and safer way. Ellie uses all of her personal experience in dating and searching for an exceptional partner and mixes it with her professional experience to create programs that give women a huge amount of personal confidence to go after what they want out of life and love. She helps to arm women with the tools and awareness to become bulletproof in the quest for love. Now that sounds good. Ellie, once again, (laughs) welcome back to the Beanstalk podcast.
1: Thank you, Lucy. It's an absolute pleasure and joy to be here. And I'll just pick you up on that old friend thing. (laughs) Just take the old out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I did (laughs) realise. I did realise when I said it.
0: (laughs) Maka is very English. (laughs) It is an English. We we do say that. We say, oh, me old maka. Now, that doesn't sound like a very endearing phrase, but it means (laughs) me old mate.
1: A A friend I've had for a long time. Lovely to be here. Lovely to be here and talking to your beautiful audience again. Oh, no,
0: we love having you on, Ellie. And what a spot on business idea. You really have come up with um, something that is needed so much, certainly amongst the single mums um, that I work with. Um, But really for any woman who's going out there into that Big old world of dating. I can only think that you're going to be inundated when you really get this business out there. Because I think you're going to start really pushing it properly um,
1: at the beginning of next year. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we're just building the framework now for the Truth Love Academy. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm super, super excited about this. I actually tried to do something like this a few years ago on my own. But struggled to pull it all together, but now i 've gone into into business with uh, Lena Cisco, as you mentioned, who is a former military interrogator, so that sounds pretty sexy too. But yeah, uh, combined, <laughs> i, I I've got an image in my <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is why we know that we're actually going to give um women with skills that they're not going to find anywhere else. So there's a lot of fluffy stuff that's out there when you talk about dating, like do this and send this text and wear this or don't wear this or like it, it, that's all okay. But some of the areas that we're most concerned about is keeping women safe. That's really important, safe emotionally, safe physically. Uh, So, you're going to have to arm yourself with some different skills, some different awareness, some different tools, some different behavior to be able to date smart and date safe in 2021, 22, 23, and beyond. It's a different world out there.
0: Mm, when we actually are allowed out there that is (laughs) Um, you you made a really interesting point there which is about staying safe physically which is something that we are all aware of um, when you go and meet someone you've never met before for a coffee or a glass of wine but also staying safe emotionally and that is so important isn't it because a lot of the people who are going back into the dating world for the first time in a long time, which is what this chat is about have often come out of some really difficult relationships and they are um, struggling emotionally and they need to keep themselves safe when they go out and meet new people. Um, And, and, you know, they might have done some work on themselves and that can all come unraveled if you're not prepared to date and to date properly.
1: Yes exactly um it's not if you haven't been dating for a while and you're just getting back out there um it can be a bit of a shock how how fast and noisy things are out there Um, particularly if you haven't dated for a a very long time 10 or 20 years if you've been in a a long-term relationship or marriage and and that's fallen apart or somebody's died or whatever the case is you're now saying okay i'd like to have a fantastic partner by my side How do I do that? And you start with online where a lot of people start and that can be brutal. It can be brutal. It can knock you around Mm. if you haven't got a good foundational strategy. Uh, I know Mm. plenty of women that go, you know what, I did that for a few months and I'm not going near there. I'm just going to stay single for the rest of my life. With nothing wrong with that strategy too. But if you have decided you want a fantastic partner by your side, there's a few other things you need to think about to fast track um, your success in in that space. You can't just kind of set and forget and hope it all all, all comes to fruition. There's a few more things we need to think about, which some of them we'll talk about today. Yeah, we're
0: going to talk about those um, in a bit more detail now. Before we get started, I just want to apologise to anybody who was listening to my last few podcasts, completely different topics, my last ones. I think I spoke to the ATO um, on my last podcast, Never? so very different <laughs> to this. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've done a few government-based ones, sort of with the year end coming up, just to help single yeah. miles But I did notice when I listened yeah. back to them that my sound was really poor, and so I've gone and invested in a new microphone. So I've been quite excited about this <laughs> podcast because, and Ellie's really good with all of her electrical equipment and recording. So I thought, <laughs> what a great opportunity! If it, you if sound it
1: beautiful, bru- Lucy, you sound so <laughs> clear. So, oh, how yes. wonderful! Yeah. <laughs>
0: I really felt bad that those podcasts, because they were very important topics, weren't as clear as I would have liked them to be. But um, just, you know, I will just let the audience uh, know that I am not in a studio. I'm sitting in the corner of my bedroom. This is where I run my business from, a little desk in the corner of my bedroom. Um, and, but I have got a really nice microphone. so quick apology to people and some cats and some cats and some cats yes I am a cat lady a single cat lady (laughs) Uh, you're probably not a great person to be doing this podcast really um but um and, and Ellie and I have had a quick chat because we know what we're like we we love talking about things like this and we both have a genuine need to help people um and so we we can get a bit Uh, carried away when we talk, we are going to try really hard to um, stay on topic and get this podcast um, done and dusted within about sort of 30 to 40 minutes um, with heaps and heaps of useful tips for you if you are thinking of dating again. So, Ellie, are you ready to go with my first question for you? I'm ready to go. I'll do my best to keep it punchy and short, (laughs) Lucy. Thank you so much. (laughs) One day we'll get it right. Um, So tell me, Ellie, in your view, what do you think is one of the biggest challenges for single mums when they venture back into the world of dating?
1: Okay, great question. I think um, it depends on how long it's been since you have been out dating. So as I said before, if it's been many, many years, the, the landscape does look quite different. Um, so just take a breath and realize that out (laughs) out there, it's, it it can be pretty brutal. So, but the first thing I think before you throw yourself out there, whether that is, um, online or some of the other, um, strategies that we teach women to, um, follow, to find love is get some clarity, get some clarity around who it is you're looking for, get some clarity around who you are today. Get some clarity uh, around who you want by your side. Get some clarity about what you want your next chapter and the one after that to look like too. Because who you were last week, last year, last decade is not who you are today. And it's not who you're going to be as you move forward into that next chapter. So I think doing the work to, to get some real clarity around, right, stop, take a breath. Who am I today? What do I need to keep sort of changing or developing or be aware of and what is that life that I want? Where do I want to be living? What do I want for my family? Um, What do I want to be doing? Am I staying in this job? Am I getting a job? Am I all of those things, but do it in a really meaningful, clear way. So you, you really feel good about who you are and where you're going and for you. And then that might take some time before you're even ready to get out onto the dating scene. You might through that self-work go, you know what? I've still got a lot of voices in my head. I've still got some limiting beliefs. I've still got some barriers, some blocks, some obstacles. I'm actually not ready to get out there yet. And it might take a month or a year or, or more before you say, okay, I want to find that perfect partner. So getting that clarity and also part of that is, is thinking about who is that person by your side? What qualities do they need to have to go on that journey with you? I think sometimes women uh, flip it around the other way and they just go out there dating, hoping to find someone that's great, but they haven't thought about what does that look like? So how do you know when, you've, when you come across that, if you haven't really sat down and, and done the work on who is that person by your side that's going to help you achieve all your dreams and all your goals and live the best life possible. So that's my first first tip is to get clarity get clarity about yourself for who you are now and really what and who you want in your world moving forward. And this is all before you even go on to that dating app and put
0: your profile in, isn't
1: it? 100%. Because when when you, even when you're writing let's stick with online for a second but or when you're writing a profile, like where do you start? So many women I've coached, women they go, I don't even know where to start. And a, a girlfriend of mine the other day, she gave me a draft of her profile. She's just become single after 20 years, in a 25 years, sorry, in a relationship, and she wrote a very general, wishy-washy kind of. Not, there was no hook to it. There was no, and I said, Yep, great start, but. I can help you do better. And she get a but, D
0: and, and told to go back and bring it Yeah, yeah make, she got, make more she, effort? Yeah, I
1: got my red pen out and I said, <laughs> yeah, it's not a fail. It's not a fail. <laughs> but it, it didn't have, it, she hadn't done the work yet on, on. okay, I, I gave a whole list of questions to answer. I said, answer those, then give me another draft of your profile. And so the draft she did next was completely different than the first one. And she said, I get it, I get it. And that was that was stage two. She's still got some more work to do because it's all, it's all very new to her out there. But that was the first step to sort of get clear on on who you are, what you want, before you even throw yourself out there. I suppose you could even say that
0: if you get to that point of writing a profile and you can't think what to put down on it, that's probably a red flag that you're not quite ready to do it yet. And I've, I've been online very, um, a long time ago. I had a go on a couple of um, dating apps and I found writing a profile was... very sort of soul searching experience because you had to actually dig a little bit deeper than you usually do with yourself especially as a single mum when you're so busy looking after your kids and just getting from one end of the day to the next and getting the work done and bringing the money in you don't have time to think about yourself so when you're asked questions when you're creating a profile you have to start digging a lot deeper than you have for a long time and I don't usually do this Ellie and I know you won't mind but I'm just going to do a quick plug for my e-course here because the very very first um, uh, module of my e-course is called um, Facing the Mirror and it's about looking in the mirror and saying who the hell am I now? Um, and my e-course is not about dating, but isn't it interesting that we're both on the same track with that? And you're saying that you do have 100%. to get clarity for everything because until we know, we don't know who we are when we come out the other side of complete no. and utter chaos. Look in the mirror. Who's this person I see? What what do I feel right now? And what do I really want from my life? And that's very true for dating as well. So yeah, if people are struggling to find that clarity, that's just a very first module of the course that I offer as well um, so I think
1: it's interesting that we're both
0: we're both on yeah, the same track there
1: <laughs> and Lucy I've been through your e-course and I highly recommend it to to everyone it's not expensive it's a fantastic investment in self and growth um, I actually think that every person that listens to that this should do that a course as a start you will get so much out of it it's really it's so practical and it's super super good so
0: yeah and it's like thanks
1: ellie and it's a great thing to do
0: actually before you start dating to decide what what it is you want from life and that can and that will automatically bring you into what you want from a partner as well um but yeah get clarity that's so important don't just jump onto those apps and uh you know when you know what you're looking for it's like when you go shopping isn't it if you know Mm. you're looking for a red top that is long-sleeved or whatever I mean it's not quite as easy as that but you've got to have a goal of what you're looking for if you haven't got a goal it can get very messy Um, and this is something that we were just discussing before um, we started recording but my next question for you is what are some of the risks to women on the dating scene And what can women do to protect themselves? And what's interesting about this is when people listen to me ask you that question, they're probably thinking more about the practical issues of dating and going and meeting a total stranger in a bar or a cafe. But we're also talking about the emotional safety, how to protect yourself emotionally when you get onto the dating scene. So can you tell us what those risks are and kind of what we can do about them?
1: Yes. So we could spend two hours just on this question alone, Lucy, but let's try not to couple of quick things. Um, And I won't tell the full story, but when I was in the police force and I I was only 23 and I I had this experience where this woman was bashed and in her own house, and it turned out that it was a date gone wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm 23. I saw that it wasn't very nice at all. And Mm -hmm. it stuck in my head and, and it's never gone out of my head. And I think that has all these years later brought me to the point where this is my passion, I'm living my passion, The combination of everything that I've done in my life, my personal professional life has led to the Truth Love Academy because that's a physical thing around staying safe and not letting the wrong person into your house or your life and, and all of those things. So absolutely um, we, we need to be aware of, of certain things around that. But also um, emotionally, as you said before, some, some of women are already in an emotional situation um, Turmoil, mess, um, damage—call it whatever you want to. So we have to, we have to protect ourselves. We have to be careful that we're not putting ourselves, self, in situations where we can be conned, where we can be um, have our heart ripped apart. Um, and a lot of that comes down to um, really understanding human behaviour, understanding, understanding how. Understanding yourself, your own behavior is one one step, but also understanding a lot about how to read human behavior, how to ask good questions, how to elicit information from people. And also things like um, understanding that we have what's called a truth default. So human beings, we are built in a way that naturally we believe. And trust most of the information that comes to us that's just how we are designed and that's a good thing when it comes to day-to-day life because can you imagine if you if you didn't believe anything anyone said mm-hmm. you, in every conversation yeah. you had <laughs> you'd be going i don't believe that that's not true Oh, well, that can't be the case you know you go down to buy your fruit and veggies and you go oh, i don't believe those bananas are fresh you know you would have this doubt you could not live life like that um so we're built with this truth default that mostly we believe most of the information that comes to us, which which is a good thing. However, the downside to that is that we can believe things that are not true. We can trust people we shouldn't trust. And so there's a fine line there to be able to understand that as a behavioural aspect of humans and then how to navigate that so that we aren't putting ourselves in situations where um, we're actually getting involved with someone that is married or someone that does mean us Um, harm or, or whatever the case is.
0: Mm. And interestingly, I was just thinking about an article that we published this week, which was um, about how to deal with an unwanted dick pic, um, which <laughs> unfortunately uh, are, 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 are rife out there on that online dating scene it, for some bizarre reason. I mean, imagine if you were to have told, go back in time and tell people that's what happens now. They just simply <laughs> wouldn't believe it, would they? But um, yeah, and, and, and I actually put it up onto the single and one of the responses in the comment thread was, "It's quite good because it weeds out the weirdos." You know, the minute you get that dick pic, it's just like block. Yes. Okay, well, that has been a massive red flag. I'm not going to spend any more time on that 100%. person. Yeah, and yeah. I think I like that truth default thing that you said, Ellie, as well. I, I like the fact that we all want to believe the best in people, and we want to believe what people. saying is true and I think generally we are everyone's a good person Um, but uh, the people who behave badly out there on the dating scene have often just had some bad experiences or they don't know how to how to behave they don't know right from wrong so it's and 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 we all have different levels and different rights and different wrongs don't we um so gosh it's such a lot to get through
1: (laughs) Yeah. Look, there, there is so much to think about there. I think a couple of things to summarise. That that question is um, so don't trust don't trust too soon. Have, be be aware, be a lot alert, alert be, and, and um, be um, have some caution. But also don't let don't let little behaviors that are annoying rule somebody out too, because they mm. may be on the other side. It, it might be new to them. They might be navigating this whole thing too. And they're like, Oh, they're shy. Yeah. They're lacking mm. confidence. They, they, they make mistakes or do silly things as we might. So it's actually getting go back to that first question, get clarity about who you are, what you want. But also don't rule somebody in too quickly, but don't rule somebody out too quickly. So it's, it's a little bit strategic in, in that regard. Mm. And if
0: you are ruling people out really quickly, it could be that you're doing it because you're not quite ready to get involved and it's your way of preventing yourself getting too into somebody maybe so read, try and read your own behavior yeah Yeah. so yeah don't spend too much time looking at their behavior look at your own behavior as well because you might find some answers there as to a good way forward okay Ellie so can you tell us some of the other traps (laughs) we make it sound awful (laughs) I kind of got a vision of a like a trap that Uh, you know a board that someone falls into a a ditch or something.
1: (laughs) Well, it can be like that. It can be like that. Um, I think that one of the other traps that I see with my uh, coaching clients is the um, hazards with texting too much and for too long. And I see, you know, we start with a a text or an online interaction and that goes backwards and forwards and can happen very, very quickly. To and fro, to and fro, to and fro. Before you know it, it's three weeks down the track and you've had 5,000 messages and this is going really well. I really like him. He's really funny. He sends great pictures. Oh, you know, but you actually don't know that person at all. Sorry, to, to burst your bubble. Every now and then, it will go from, hey, great te- texting interaction to great date to great relationship every now and then, but often it won't because a lot of people are really great at texting or, or emailing and they hide behind that, but they actually, they, A, they might not be who they say they are. That's risk number one. But B, they they might not have that personality that you think they have that comes across in the text. There's a, there's a, a, communi- a, a way that I label... Um, a style of communication channel, and that's paralinguistics. And the paralinguistics is the way which we convey our verbal behaviour. So it includes things like the tone and the pitch and the the volume and the speed and the inflections in your voice. And that's, as humans, we take a lot of meaning from the paralinguistics of a communication straight away, without even knowing that word. We already do. You're already programmed to do that. But on a text or an email, you don't have paralinguistics. You put your own tone across that. So you're, you've already got perhaps a positive filter towards this person that you're messaging. So every time you read a text, you're putting this bright and bubbly and, and friendly kind of paralinguistic across it as you read it. But if you jump on the phone, you might find, well, oh, that's not actually the case. That's not how that person communicates. And they're not so bright and fluffy and and wonderful or in a face-to-face setting. So... Um, I, I, one of my coaching clients, Chantel, uh, uh, last year, she, she told me she was in love with this guy. um, And I said, tell me about this. And she hadn't met him. So she'd had um, weeks and weeks. We hadn't had some sessions for weeks, but she'd met him and she'd had uh, a text relationship. And she said, I love him. We're so connected. It's so wonderful. But then when she pushed him to actually talk he kept on coming up with every excuse under the sun oh i don't have this i'm on my work phone and i this is happening and da, da, da. that is a red flag ladies if somebody does not want to talk to you within a week i say of of texting or, or less red flag, red flag red flag particularly if they're using excuses that are just like what um but she hung on to that and she believed his excuses because she wanted so much for him to turn out to be that you know, knight in shining armour that she had created in her head. So don't overdose in texting. Um, make that one of your non-negotiable rules that you will text, for, make an agreement with yourself and, and then say, hey, I'd love to continue this chat on the phone or over Zoom or Skype or whatever if you can't get to see them face-to-face. But don't get stuck in texting land. I've got one
0: for you here, Ellie. Do you think that sometimes, especially with single mums, with this texting thing, they quite like to carry on with the texting and not move it to the next level because they know yeah. if it goes to that next level it might not be as good in fact it probably won't yeah. be as good yeah. so they yeah. do hang on to the continued texting and the reason that I believe because I have done this myself of course yes, is the to... reason they, they well because we, we can get a little bit lonely as single mums as yes. well uh, yep. busy but lonely and suddenly you've got this person who's texting you Several times a day to see how you are, um, to you know, just for a general chat. And it feels so good to have that if you haven't had it for a long time. Yes. And it's super easy yes. and it makes you feel that there's someone out there who cares about you, and you're thinking, This
1: is really good,
0: this is going well. I don't want to move it any I don't further. want to touch it. I know.
1: <laughs> and I think Chantelle, that was her, that was what was happening for her, and I get it, I so get it. But as long as you know that's what you're doing, all right? So Because when I talk about dating smart and staying and becoming bulletproof and protecting yourself you are setting yourself up potentially for another kind of dagger in the heart. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so as long as you know, okay, I'm actually doing that and it's a bit of fun and you know, I've kind of the rules are out there that we're not going to meet or I don't intend to whatever it is, but you've got to protect your heart because if you start building this up and building this, and i tell mm. you, there are even a lot of scammers out there. So many scammers, you think you're talking to a certain person and they, they know exactly they are they are brilliant at getting you on that hook and making you believe that you are the best thing in the whole world, and they're going to you know why they can 't wait to meet you and all this thing you know that's another topic is the scammers, but um, and a yeah. lot of women fall for that you think. Some women say, oh, I would never fall for that. Well, guess what? You could, because there's yes, a lot of, of very course. intelligent um, women that have fallen for scammers and they've even given them money and they've done all sorts of other things. Mm, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, So I get it. I get it. But just if you actually have a desire to meet Mr. Amazing and, and go on, on that journey of life together with a fantastic, not just an average partner, but a fantastic partner by your side, then just hanging on to Mr, uh, he seems okay over the text, hanging on to him for an extended period of time is not on the right path. So yes, you need but to that you makes know, perfect have a confidence to ditch it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And another lesson that you
0: taught me several years ago now... I don't know yeah. how many years ago it was, was that you have to be very careful with texting. And I've always, always taken, um, taken that into my relationships moving forward. You said, don't ever use texting for anything other than sorting out logistics or <laughs> arrangements of where you're going to meet or for messages of love. Um, so, so, you know, keep everything else off the text because yeah, and um, it's, it's that's an, where oh, it can go an... wrong.
1: It's a trap that all of us have fallen into, Lucy, where you start having these big conversations with somebody over text. Mm. Uh, And even in a relationship, a lot of people do that. I've done it myself, where you've got so much in your head and you go, I'm just going to tell you the blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 if you're having an argument or you've got to get something across, it's not the place to do it. It feels like it is at the time, but... You go back to that whole putting paralinguistics across it. Even if you're not really angry, but the person is angry on the other end, they read it as angry, yeah. then they send back an angry one, and <laughs> oh, it's just it's all messy. wrong. It does. <laughs> Yeah, you read it, you read it to yourself a million times before
0: you press send, you're sure you've got it absolutely spot on, but it, the the, the
1: recipient reads it completely differently. 100%, yeah, it's always going to end in tears. So like, make some rules with yourself when you get back out into the dating world. Okay, here's my dating strategy. And, you know, it's not dissimilar when you're out there for a job search too. When you know that you want a career change or a job in particular, you've got to think about your resume, you've got to think about who you are, you've got to think about what you want, got to think about where you're going, got to. Think about how much money you want to earn, how, what the hours are. All of, So you think about that and then you put the strategy in place and you're not going to get the first job, first application. You're going to have to go for lots of interviews. You're going to have to put lots of applications in, all of that jazz. So there's some parallels for, you know, the ideal job and the ideal partner um, as well. You've got to put the work in. Mm-hmm, you do, yeah. Think of it as a
0: job or anything else in your life that you want to have a success with. Um, my next question for you... I'm just feeling a little bit overwhelmed because there is so much information to get out there to the people who need it around this topic. I mean, it really is pretty much endless. And I know that your new business, the Truth Love Academy, is sort of in the fledgling stage. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to know, Ellie, is what is it that you and Lena are actually going to be teaching women? Where are you going to go in? At what level are you going to help them uh, with this complex um, dating scene?
1: Yeah. So there's, we're going to have loads, loads of content. Um, some of it free, some of it you'll need to invest in, but there's, actually a program that we're we're building at the moment behind the scenes and it takes you from that first stage that we spoke about with getting clarity so it's kind of clearing the slate and it's having them think about what those voices are what your limiting beliefs are what what can stand in the way of your success Um, having a look at self-worth is really really important when you're getting back out into the dating scene because if you have been if you have come out of a, a relationship that's left you a bit you know, bruised, then emotionally bruised or even physically bruised, it's, you've got to do some work before you can get out there. So our first stage of any of our programs is really getting some clarity and getting ready to get on that search for love. But the other thing is, Lucy, is helping women to build confidence, build their inner confidence, build their i'm thinking about wonder woman i'm channeling wonder woman at the moment Mm, because she's i've mm. got her all around my office here i just i love that what i watched um a recent thing on her the other day and just that that feeling of feeling unstoppable that feeling of, of feeling bulletproof so that confidence knowing what who you are what you're going after and being able to have strength and confidence to start a conversation keep a conversation going on um being able to use skills in questioning, but also conversational elicitation, which is a kind of a fancy thing that Lena is an expert in. And she, she teaches spies how to do this. She teaches, <laughs> she teaches the FBI. She's, she's learned at the highest level. You won't find this anywhere else, the stuff that we're putting together. You will not find it. To be able to actually get information from someone without asking a question. And they don't even know that you have got the information. Like this is really cool stuff and yes it shouldn't be this complex in love it should be easier but to have strategies like this is just mind-blowing but so we we teach women to go deeper on themselves we teach them to notice red flags how to spot deception how to get truth from people we also let's say a relationship or a, 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 a date's going well you're up to date five or date six and hey this is going well sometimes women kind of put the brakes on and they get into self-sabotage mode because fear jumps in. It's like, Oh my God, this seems too good to be true. And, and so they actually self sabotage without realizing that's what they're doing. Um, So we do some work on that too, to make sure that that doesn't, that doesn't happen. So a lot of the stuff we're doing is about self and getting that confidence and getting that inner strength and know what you're going after, but also When you do find somebody that you think, right, this seems like a good match and it's all fitting together, making sure that you don't self-sabotage and building a really good foundation for a great relationship that's based on truth and honesty because I'm known as the truth maven. I'm all about that truth and integrity and honesty at the core. That takes... That takes some skills and awareness to be able to build all of that and do all of those things. It doesn't just happen. If it just happened, then everybody would be in great relationships everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not the case. You've got you've to put some more, more thought into it and some more work into it, in my view.
0: I've got an image of you, Ellie, you and Lena interrogating men um, sort of with <laughs> an old-fashioned lie detector and a big
1: magnifying glass. <laughs> well, don't, forget, don't forget, Lucy, my, my business, my co-founder of my business that I set up 20 years ago is Australia's leading polygraph operator. So I know about lie detectors. <laughs> See, I, but we just, this, is, this is the image I have. I've got it yeah. <laughs> <fast> on. <laughs> okay. Well, in that image, just imagine me dressed as Wonder Woman with my lasso of truth. <laughs> that's what I use. <laughs> and Lena, you know, Lena, she has the bright light, spotlight on, on like, okay, Oh, do
0: You've got less. all the
1: equipment as well. You've got all the <laughs> equipment, yeah. Yeah. No, but but I I I I, I, that is the image
0: I get and I brought it up for a reason. Um, not just because I thought it was funny, but you will be teaching all of this stuff and when you when you talk about it, I think because you've both got such an amazing, incredible backgrounds and they're so both so highly trained to be able to help women do this. But I think the the real thing that you're teaching is for women to be able to do it, but also to wrap it up in a very a very pleasant way of doing it Um, because you you know you don't want someone to yeah you're not really going to be bringing that lie detector and setting it up at the table on the cafe but I can
1: teach I can teach you how to become a human lie detector that's what you need yes yeah Um, and and to be
0: able to um, entwine that into the way that you date people so that you have more success and you've got more confidence but at the same time as being a really really confident woman and going out dating and knowing exactly what you want you see I think you can go too much the other way with that you can be so like well this is me this is what I want I know what I want and you're not it yes. um, sometimes you can you can go to to that extreme and you're not allowing people in because you're so bloody sure of what you want um, yes. and you, you're sifting and- through people too quickly based on your own sort of (laughs) desires
1: swiping 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 Um, a, a, a previous client of mine a few years ago samantha she is a police officer and she wasn't having a lot of success on the dating scene she was in her early 40s and she really did want a great partner, but so we had a, I did some work with her, <laughs> but she was taking her police approach into the dating scene. Mm. So yes, we can take some of the skills and awareness, but you still have to, you have to soften it a bit. And she had this profile that was, whew, it was so intense. And it was so you must have this and you mustn't have this. Yes. And, you must have this. Mm. and then on a date, she said that in, you know, she would ask a whole stack of questions early on the date and you know if this if he had this he'd stay in if he did, if he didn't have this he's out and um you know you got to be careful with with that too, because people are people, and the other thing is people make mistakes in the past, like hands up anyone listening to this, who hasn't made mistakes in the past. And, and so you've got to be careful what your filters are and what you're ruling people out on as well, because just Mm. because something happened in the past, I mean, if it's, if it's bad and serious, of course, you know, red flag, but just, just be careful that we're not judging too harshly because um, I've certainly made mistakes in the past and if somebody's going to judge me today on what I did in the past, they mm. potentially wouldn't like me very much. So just be careful with that. Yeah.
0: So going back to that red top that I mentioned earlier, so it's like going out shopping for a red top with long sleeves. You know, you might find a red top with three quarter length sleeves and that's okay. You know, you, you, have to a bit of give and take, you're never going to find that person who ticks every single box, but it's about learning to forget that information in a really professional way, but also keeping it um, so it's appropriate for the dating world. And that's where I think you and Lena have got this really exclusive package to offer people. That's going to be so, bloody helpful for them okay Mm -hmm. so my last question for you ellie i'm looking at the time we're doing okay we're being punchy i think we're being punchy (laughs) Um, punchy. (laughs) so what else do you think stands in the way of single mums having success in finding attracting and keeping an amazing partner
1: (sighs) okay big last question um all right let me think of the main thing that comes to mind there and and i say to women be careful who you listen to and what you believe so we all have our support networks around us and our friends and, and family. But what I do see on a lot of um, chat sites, social media, just even in, you know, listening to women talk, is, is um, people, there's a, there's people, there's women that are very bitter and twisted about love and about life. And sometimes I, I see them dragging back other women who say, look, I'd really like to have a fantastic relationship. And then I hear women say, Oh, all men are the same. They're all narcissists. They're all assholes. They're all this, they're all this because they've had a bad experience. And they say, it's just much easier being single. There's nothing great out there. Blah blah. blah. Now, I understand you've had a bad experience. I understand that you're protecting yourself and protecting your heart, but just don't drag other people back that are serious about finding love and are, are optimistic and ambitious about that too, because we are designed as human creatures to you know to be in in um, partnerships and groups and communities and and it's a very natural thing for us. so whether you're looking for somebody to have a child with or just looking to somebody with somebody to grow old with and be a great companion, it doesn't matter. So be careful who you listen to and surround yourself with people that really have your best interests at heart and are going to propel you forward and not drag you back so that's that's actually something when we talk about at the early stages of any of our programs is getting clarity and having a look at who's on your bus. That's what I say. kind of you're traveling along in life with a whole lot of people on your bus, who's up the front, who's down the back and who needs to be kicked off the bus. (laughs) Yeah. Great. I love that analogy. Yeah. It works really well when you start to think about it. And some of the activities we do, we actually draw the bus and we, and we get people to sit down and really think about who is on your bus. You're up the front driving, who have you got at the very front with you and are they the right people to take you on that journey To that life that you want. And that's where you need to get clarity to work out where's my road heading? What's the life I want? And who's on my bus? And you'll find, because I find this with anyone I've worked with with this exercise, when you do it properly, there's a few people that you kick off your bus. You just do. Yeah. Um, which is courage takes courage in itself to do. But there are people in most people's lives that you go, you know what? I'm just kind of keeping you on the journey because we were friends years ago. But we're not really adding great value to each other's life or you're dragging me back or you're negative or whatever, you know, it might be time for a, for a, um, for a friend, know. a friend, cull. <laughs> <A friend-cull. laughs> That's what my,
0: my friend calls it. And I actually mentioned very similar to you. I mentioned that on my course, you know, it's about removing wow. those toxic people from your life and just keeping around
1: the people who are going to help you
0: and really important with dating, isn't it?
1: It, it is. It is. Um, yeah. So, and it's hard to do. But it's you know, if you want something great, if you want something great in life, you've got to you've got to be prepared to to put the work in and um, and do some of the hard stuff. I think. Yeah. And look, I, I I know I always make you tell
0: this story, but I love listening to it and I think it's really relevant for this <laughs> this topic. You met your man on RSVP, didn't you? You got I brilliant, did, mate. a brilliantly happy good news story about <laughs> dating on dating apps in the modern world.
1: Tell us very briefly, um, Ellie, how that so happened. Proud of that- I'd had sort of um, eight years on and off the single scene and I'd been through everything that all the single mummers are going through now trying to find love. And I was living in Melbourne and I I was doing a search for guys in Melbourne and I came across this guy in Adelaide, which I thought, how did he pop up? But anyway, I just sent him a, hey, nice, nice profile, not wanting to get involved with him because wrong state, whatever. He didn't realise I was in Melbourne, conversation started. And it turns out that he is a, a widower, and his wife had died a year before. He had two little kids, and I was not looking for a widower living in a different state with two little kids. I had my two girls; they were almost grown up, and I had lots of plans. And but the conversation had started, the um, you know, the the relationship barriers had brought us together, and. We're almost eight years in now, Lucy, so... I (laughs) I go all dreamy-eyed when I listen to that. (laughs) The biggest lesson that I tell women out of that one is just think about it. Sometimes your ideal man doesn't come packaged as you think he might. Uh, I absolutely did not, if you had asked me before that, would you get involved with a widower with two little kids? And I would have said no if you asked me that. I'm like, no, that's not, no, no. I just, that's too hard. That's got just uh, hard written all over it. Um, so, um, yeah, just, just, just remember that that sometimes it doesn't come packaged, but what I was quite clear on my life, what I wanted for my life. And it turns out when I, when I did the sums on that, it actually fitted together better than you would think on the surface, because I wanted a man that was all about growth. I wanted a man that would bring out the best in me and me and him. So the core qualities that really mattered were there
0: and yeah, you just took an
1: unusual an unusual yes, route to get yes, to them really that's it and then it was like okay wow well, all right i didn't expect this part of it but it's been such a joy to be a mum to these two little boys that... Oh, that's lovely, been, um, Ali. That's, that's really lovely.
0: And, and there you go. Because you were so focused on what you wanted from a person um, and, and a partner in your life, a lot of people might have at the point of realising, oh, he's in the wrong state, he's got young kids, yeah. um, might have said, oh, I'm not doing this, I'm not going there. But you knew um, on a deeper level what you wanted and you probably kind of knew it was there already. So you continued with that. And that is really important. It takes us right back to getting that clarity about what you want. Because without that, you're not going to get what you're looking for but thank you for telling that story and I, do, I, I love it because it, it's a it's a good news story for apps Um, I actually also offer a special on the single mum discount directory for um, eHarmony if anyone's looking to have a go on a dating app eHarmony is a reasonable one to try um, but I put it onto the single mum vine and um, a lady came on and said that she took the offer up several years ago on Beanstalk Mums, met a guy, and they are getting married soon. Oh, so, there are some wonderful yeah. good news stories out there. Good and as you say, um, just keep those people on the bus with the good news stories and kick the others <laughs> off. Do a bus <laughs> kick them off. Yeah. <laughs> but look, Ellie, that's all we've got time for. But before we finish up, I know that the people listening are going to be like, where can I get more support on this? Because there's so many mums who want to find a really lovely partner to spend their lives with, uh, myself included. Um, so where can we go to get more support from you and Lena um, with your uh, Truth Love Academy um, courses and conversations that I believe the conversation's already happening out there, isn't it, if we want to join that's it. Yep,
1: we're just building our community now, and all our resources we're building behind the scenes. So, Truth Love Academy has a page on Facebook and also a private group. If you are joining the private group, please answer the questions. You probably find that with your group, Lucy. There's questions there at the start mm-hmm. for a reason. We want to know: Are you single? Are you serious about um, looking for love? And do you agree with our our um, rules of the of the. Um, the group um, so there's a page and a group under truth love academy there's also a website that's almost finished you can it's live on truthloveacademy.com. so happy to speak to any of the mummers that i might be able to help so you reach out directly through those resources to me and um, would love to have you part of the community and then you can get these super super ninja skills that very few women have. And you'll get the edge on the dating scene. You'll be able to do things that other women will not be able to do. So that's exciting. Do we get Wonder Woman capes? Well, I actually have a Wonder Woman cape about a metre from me right now. Oh,
0: <laughs> I might have known.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. if, we had, if we had vision on loose, I'd show you my red Wonder Woman cape. It's just that's divine She's everywhere. I really, I really think that we need to channel Wonder Woman. She's my superhero by far. And um, yeah, so come on board. The Truth Love Academy would love to have you part of the community, ladies. And I'll be sharing that link when I put
0: this podcast out. Um, Look, and, And do go on and talk to Ellie and Lena. Ellie spends a lot of time and she has over the years completely free helping women on the single mum line to date Um, so go on to their group and give back and not only that they are at the moment putting their courses together so if you can go over and be part of the conversation and tell them what it is you struggle with that Mm -hmm. will actually help Lena and Ellie to put together really targeted courses and there's really great empowerment in in offering that to people when they are building support and building courses you know to tell them what you want and then seeing it in there and that actually helps a lot of other people further along the line as well so i really encourage people to go over to truth love academy and join in the conversation for lots of different reasons and to ultimately you know find mr right
1: and the other thing just quickly on that loose is um, Lena is in the US um, and I'm in Sydney. So we, we're kind of tackling things from both sides of the world and you think, okay, dating is dating, but there's, there are different dynamics and there are different um, things to consider. And there are, it's really kind of neat getting the both sides of the world stories that are starting to come through too. So we have some time zone challenges where some of our, our um, lives that we're going to do, it might be at, early in the morning um, Australia time or very, very late at night, but we'll let you know about those. But it's it's nice to be part of a, a, a network that really is going to be Australia and um, US because they're our, our two focus areas. And I bet you'll have lots of people on there from
0: around the world. I'm sure it would be very popular with UK uh, single mums as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But uh, look, it's always such a pleasure chatting to you. I think we've done well, Ellie. We, we haven't gone over too much. Um, but look, there, there, there is a... We have. <laughs> oh, have we? I, I was trying to, they wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't said that. Uh, but look, there's something about you, and it's that you're professional and you're knowledgeable, but you're completely one of us. You know, you've been through the trials and tribulations of single motherhood and the dating Mad. scene. Mad. still going through it it. Um, and that's what makes your teaching so spot on and easy to resonate with i am looking forward to seeing a lot more of you and lena who i haven't yet met with your truth love academy hats on and your lie detectors and your magnifying glasses Um, and by the way i absolutely love your branding that pink and black oh i love it
1: too with our little heart and our and our um university cap so oh I love it too. Yeah. It's just come together beautifully. We're so excited.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for you as well. And I'm really looking forward to being part of sharing that with people and being able to help Thank so many. Uh, but for now, Ellie, thanks so much for taking time out of what I'm sure is a busy day with everything you've got on um, to help single mums navigate the dating world confidently and safely.
1: Thank you, Lucy.
0: My absolute pleasure. And to the single mums listening, look, I really hope that my chat with Ellie has made you realise that dating can be fun and it can be successful if you approach it the right way. Um, And I find it sad that we hear so much negativity around the dating scene because it does understandably make us want to run for the hills. So instead of listening to those stories, why not get educated, stay safe, then get out there and make positive stories of your own. And remember, ladies, if you've not visited my website, beanstalkmums.com.au, make sure you do. Not only will you find more podcasts like this, and there's another one on here with Ellie as well. Um, But there's heaps of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey. And I did mention my single mummy course earlier when we talked about getting clarity in your life around who you are and what you really want. Uh, My course really focuses on this because with clarity, everything else can flourish and life just gets better and better, I promise you. Um, And you can find out more at um, ecourse.beanstalkmums.com.au or just click on the tab on the Beanstalk website. And one final point before we leave, If this podcast has helped you, and I truly hope it has, please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it. The more reviews we can get, the easier these podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support, guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys. So until next time, ladies, goodbye.